Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. How can stepping in front of the camera have a positive influence on your life? Today, Dan and Lloyd are talking building confidence and how putting yourself in front of the camera can see you develop the confidence you need to win people over within seconds of meeting you. This episode is going to be really important because of the confidence factor. I think even if you're listening to this and you're like, I know I'm never going to go on video because that would be hell for me. That's fine. Get that. You are going to communicate with other human beings in person. Yeah. You can't avoid that. So this, the things we talk about in this episode will apply to kind of that as well. Yeah. Now, confidence is key in all walks of life. But it doesn't just happen overnight. And as Dan and Lloyd will tell you, even the most charismatic people fall apart when the cameras are rolling. Have you always been confident on camera? No. No, definitely not. If you think some of the early days used to stand in front of it and suddenly I couldn't get a sentence out. <laughs> and it is weird. And we see it with clients as well. So some videos, you know, they, they're talking to you completely confidently and you're thinking like, oh, what a great personality to be on camera. You're going to come across so well. Whack a camera you, in front of them. You, yeah, put, get them to sit down. Different put, person. Put a light in front of them and then they go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I don't know why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> We're also going to hear about the baby steps you can take starting today to build your confidence both down the lens and out in the big wide world. Okay, let's get stuck in. Lights, camera, action. This is episode 58 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Why should anyone care about building confidence on video, Dan? Well, firstly, I totally get that some people won't care because the idea of being on camera for some people is absolutely daunting and probably make them poo their pants. Yeah. Um, but for those people, for this episode, I actually do still think this is relevant for you because I think there's a lot of transferable skills that come for from uh, being confident on camera in life in general. Oh, I would agree with that. Definitely. Communication. Like ultimately it's, and this is, look, remembering back to my good old networking days, you've spoken a lot about networking. Um, I learned a huge amount from speaking to people in person and getting comfortable doing that. And that helped with being confident on the camera because it's just being confident in yourself in general. And I think the the other way for me from what I learned from being confident to be myself on camera and not feel like I have to constantly perform uh, like this Lloyd that I think everyone else wants yeah. to see um, I learned that from that and then realised oh when I go to business events and meet people, yeah. people in business I don't have to pretend to be this different business guy do you know how guy. much more enjoyable this kind of thing is now that I, I feel like we both totally there's no element of trying to be something we're not we're yeah. just like it's so much more enjoyable and I think it comes across so much better because we feel confident enough to have a, this kind of conversation and not feel like oh I've got to do this I've got to act yeah. in a certain way yeah I hadn't really thought about that but I never sit on this podcast set and think oh I feel a bit nervous what if that doesn't come across right oh <laughs> I hope people think I'm okay because mm. I'm now at the state where I just sit here and I talk to you like I normally would. Yeah. I mean, I guess there must be some differences because I'm sure well, no, I think you we still... know we're on a podcast, but well, there's nothing in my mind that's a bit nervous thinking, oh, I've got to do this yeah. thing and be you, like you this. You up your energy, like Barney's constant, from our team's constantly shouting us to up our energy because you, you lose some on camera, don't you? So mm. we're kind of 
slightly exaggerated versions of ourselves, but you still just feel very natural and yeah. Um, and oh my god, I didn't feel like that when we used to first do videos on that we used to put on Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, and looking stuff. back at some of those, it's it's really cringy. Isn't I it? remember how many like takes of. So what was weird, we were recording videos that were supposed to be completely natural. Like not, I understand like some of the skits and stuff we've put online, you are filming something where you'll do different takes and they're scripted. But we used to shoot videos that were supposed to be just us being completely natural. And the amount of takes where it's like, oh, I accidentally moved my arm in that one. And you're like... Now I'm like, oh, that's that would be fine because yeah. if you're supposed to be natural, you don't need to be yeah. absolutely perfect in a robot. Yeah. Or I'd say, I mean, I noticed in like the third sentence of this podcast, you stumbled over a word. Did said I? Four I didn't in, notice. Said said for instead instead of from. <laughs> Previously, if we were in that mindset, right, we would again. have started this whole podcast. Podcast. Oh, oh I can't say podcast. Go. See, start it would again. Have had to start again. Oh. <laughs> Each podcast would have taken three days to record because <laughs> yeah. we. Th- yeah. It's this thing of thinking you've got to be this perfect person. Yeah. Which is the, the thing of judgment, though. You're you're mm. worried that people will judge us mm. based on our ability to eloquently communicate what we want to communicate. Yeah, I think especially in the early days of business, you're trying to put all put out all this stuff to the world online and when you meet people that I'm this credible business person and mm. I I'm really know what I'm, I know what I'm talking oh about. Oh my God. <laughs> um, We're going the other way now. Yeah. Um, and so you're putting so much effort into that. It feels weird to just mm. be yourself and not worry about being perfect. But it's important to manage expectations and it's taken us mm. a journey to get here. You know, mm. I, I feel like there's a number of reasons which we're going to go through in this podcast and Mm. try and give some practical advice and things. There's a number of reasons why we now feel this comfortable compared to trying to be that. um, But yeah, I I think this episode is going to be really important because of the confidence factor. I think even if you're listening to this and you're like, I know I'm never going to go on video because that would be hell for me. That's fine. Get that. But I still think those, like I said, those transferable skills of confidence, mm. like you are going to communicate with other human beings in person. Yeah. You can't avoid that. So this, the things we talk about in this episode will apply to kind of that as well. Yeah. And I suppose, I think then both of us are quite fortunate that we are fairly confident people deep down. Like we mm. all have our insecurities and mm. we all don't feel confident all the time. But I think that's something we're really we're really lucky we have whereas some people actually are yeah. very low on confidence overall in life so the thought of being on camera or going to meet yeah. other people and stuff is really really daunting but i suppose even if like you're you think like out of 100 i would give myself five mm. for being on camera and being confident and meeting mm. people even if you can get to a 10 out of 100 yeah. i suppose you know mm. i think it would still be a good thing have you always been confident no, no. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, of course. You used no. to cry when anyone spoke to you. Yeah. Primacy, and I do, I do think, well, I think with anyone, there's an element of, some people say they're confident because on the outside they're confident. And I feel like this is the same with me sometimes. But a lot of the time I'm not feeling 100% confident on the inside. I think there's situations. Mm. Like I'd class myself as a very confident person, but, mm. you know, put me in a room with people who I feel are much more experienced than me about around a topic. And I am trying to, even like marketing, put me in a room with, you know, some really good marketing yeah. people. Go, and, go and have a chat with Mark Zuckerberg and you'll probably yeah, feel I'd, I'd nervous. Feel, like, yeah. oh, he's going to say I stuff nothing. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, have you always been confident on camera? No, no, definitely not. If you think some of the early days, 
used to stand in front of it and suddenly I couldn't get a sentence <laughs> out. And it is weird. And we see it with clients as well. So some videos um, we've done with clients. Uh, we, we try and do less of that now because it's hard when it isn't people's day job to mm. get in front of the camera, especially for a big production. But we see it with clients. You know, you, they, they're talking to you completely confidently and you're thinking like, oh, what a great personality to be on camera. You're going to come across so well. Like a camera you, in front of them. You, yeah, put, get them to sit down. Different put, person. Put a light in front of them three people part of the crew and a couple of cameras and then they go yeah <laughs> yeah mm? oh sorry sorry I, I don't know why i did that <laughs> and you're like oh my god that's that's a big change but do you know what's funny i've like even though how i feel like i'm all right doing this and we're confident i still um have been like that like mm. recently i did a uh, i did a video shoot with bt in london yeah and the for the first like five or ten minutes I was like a sweaty mess yeah and I um it kind of hit me and I was like oh what I'm normally like good at this what so it's a constant you don't just suddenly get good and then you're perfect it's like there's constantly you're learning and yeah it's new you never get to that 100% point of I'm a completely confident person on camera and I always will feel absolutely yeah. perfect how, how long did it take because so you didn't used to be confident on camera mm. now you are mm. how long's that taken you do you think well you say i wasn't and now i am in reality it's a completely fluid situation of, <laughs> i was a bit confident but not much and now i'm mostly confident <laughs> yeah. and there's a little bit that i'm not yeah um it's been years mm. yeah, and i don't think like i said it's fluid it's just a constant thing yeah so it's not you, you just every new video you do you feel a bit more confident mm. well most of the time a bit more confident then you'll have a blip where you do one and you think oh, oh, <laughs> didn't feel as confident even if you listen to episode one of this podcast which yeah. was how long ago was that february 2019 a year and a half maybe yeah close to that. yeah um i think we've come a huge way since then mm. and i feel yeah we, we've developed over time so it's, it'd be interesting to listen back to those episodes um, yeah, I haven't listened to the early ones recently, actually. That would be good to listen to. Okay, listeners, if you want to go back and listen to early episodes, because you weren't aware of us, you should do that too. So so what have you done to, to get more confident? Like, why was, do you think you're... I was just going to ask you that. Because oh. um, this will actually be helpful rather yeah. than us just talking. Do you know what? I think you'll have some uh, better answers. So let's hear my crap answer first. <laughs> okay, let's get this out of the way. Yeah. What have I done to feel more confident? I I don't feel I've done anything. I think it's like that. You <laughs> Great know when, advice. No, <laughs> don't do don't, anything. No. You know when um, there's that in, when you have phobias, there's something like exposure, something basically. Mm -hmm. First, oh, I'm so if you're you have a phobia of the camera. Yeah. First, you just go into a room with a camera the other side of the room and go, oh, what's over there? <laughs> yeah. And then. Then you kind of, the next stage is, right, we're going to get you to touch the camera. <laughs> okay. And then you touch it. And then the next week you come to your session. Yeah. You go, right now. Hold the camera. You're going to hold the camera for five seconds. <laughs> and I feel like it's it's that. So so that's how I feel I've improved. Doing it more and more and more. Yeah. And each time you it's feel like more training and a more muscle, isn't it? Yeah. But that's not a very useful. Uh, other than saying, do it. Mm. And that's how you're going to get better. That's do not very useful. Do you know what another part i think you and me both of us has yeah. really helped is is actually having experience in the things you're talking about and knowing what you're talking about like if i sat you here and said tell me about rocket science you probably wouldn't come across very well and not very confident because you don't do you know much about rocket science 
No, no, I don't think so. So yeah. you're right. I don't feel confident. Whereas if that. I said, you know, how do you grow a business? What have you done with your business? Mm. Or how do you start a successful podcast? Mm. You've done it and you're doing it. So you feel you have the, the, the examples in your head. So you're not, you know, fumbling and trying to just make stuff up I on think, the spot. Yeah, I think that's a good tip for people. So at first, don't, don't kind of go from zero to I'm going to hire a video production company <laughs> to produce this ad for £20,000 and I'm going to be the centre of it. <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be a bad idea. Yeah, I, starting with like, I'm going to do a, a little video talking about the thing I know most about the yeah. thing I'm most comfortable with that I go into businesses mm. and I talk about this every mm. week. So I'm. What I think would be that's your? A really good that's tip. like your. Is it question time or what's that? Mm. What would be your special subject? Uh, Frey bentos pies. That's a good. <laughs> yeah. That's a good. Yeah. Uh, how many flavors have they got? Uh, Twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Steak and kidneys, a good one. Um, they recently added uh, extra steak into it. I You're just making this up, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I don't know what would be my specialist subject. Probably something to do with business because yeah. I'm boring, so this is my mm. life. Um, what would yours be? Um, my special subject? Yeah, probably something to do with business or marketing. Yeah, cool. Boring. Um, do you want to hear some of my tips? Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to ask you. what. So now we've waffled on about the whole process of how we found it mm. and given some vague tips. What are some actionable things do you think people that are listening can do this and then they'll get better? So the first one is something that I traditionally think you would say, because it's all fluffy and like not very practical, mm. mindset. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll let you get excited with this mm. one. So I think understanding that it's a journey and it's like training a muscle and it takes a huge amount of time and effort and practice to get good. Mm -hmm. So if you start, if you manage your own expectations at the start to know it's going to take me you know, 50, video, 50 shit videos to make a good video. That's the first point you want to start at. Because if you don't have that mindset, you'll make three shit videos and go, oh, no, I can't do this. I'm rubbish. I think that's really a really good tip because I think most, I certainly am, most of us are guilty of seeing people on camera that we're mm. fans of that are really good at it and you compare yourself against them. So there's someone, there's like a, you know, a YouTuber that you're a fan of that is on camera every single day and has been for the last six years. Mm. And they're obviously brilliant. And yeah. you you are comparing yourself to them on your first video thinking, oh, they sound so natural when they do it. Because yeah, they've done and it a thousand times. In reality, what a ridiculous comparison to make. You you just need to know that it's a journey. You need to start here and you're not going to be, be We do that with everything though. I one. think we always do that. Mm. Like I, I remember when we started and I was, we did, we actually did an episode of the podcast called Comparison, is Comparison the Thief of Joy, where we discuss this in detail. Do you remember that one? <laughs> no. We did that ages ago. I was going to say, I do not remember um, that. But yeah, it was uh, like, we, I'm, I'm constantly looking at other people and comparing myself and it's, it can make you feel shit and actually demotivate you. But, or you can take that and think it's a journey. And I remember now. Yeah, so the positive thing, you can take like inspiration from yeah. people and learn from them. Think, oh, I'll work on that to get better. Mm. But don't look at the best people and think, oh, I'm yeah. rubbish. I'm never going to do this again. Do you want to hear the three Ps of getting confident on video? Please. That would be perfect. One more? Possibly. <laughs> you can have one more? So, first one is preparation. Yeah. What do you reckon the second one uh, is? <laughs> is this that preparation, preparation, Yeah, yeah, preparation, preparation, preparation. preparation. Okay. I think even, um, and, and, and like a bit of a story, as I mentioned earlier, the BT thing. Yeah. The reason 
I fumbled at the start of that video shoot for BT, and eventually it went very well, was because I'd prepared in a certain way. You know, we had mm-hmm. lots of calls leading up to that to say, right, what are we going to talk about? You know, what are the different segments we're going to talk about? We, we prepped all of that in this very specific order. And I was like, right, good. I invested a load of time preparing, preparation, right? Segment one, how am I going to say this well? And prepared, prepared, prepared. I was very happy. And then when I got there, the um, producer was just like completely turned that on its head and was like randomly asking questions that um, I hadn't thought about and about things that I hadn't had mm. time to you know, really think about. And I was like, what, what, uh, what's going on here? Um, so I think it's important to know that, yeah, preparation is still key and you can still muck up if you haven't kind of prepared correctly like, like I have. It's that, I suppose, it's, we spoke about confidence and that moment of thinking, oh, I haven't prepared this exact thing. Suddenly your confidence goes, Vroom, yeah, and it hits the floor. And, and then you, you get nervous yeah. and then I was getting a bit sweaty and it was a hot room and I was like, mm. oh, um, and I remember, oh, I've had that before. I can't remember which event it was, speaking on stage. I remember, I don't know if you've ever had it, but where everything just left my head. Yeah. Like I'd prepared this whole thing and something happened, like someone shouted something at the back of the room or some mm. massive noise happened. Bang, everything, all the information in my brain had just gone on the floor. Mm. And then I was looking at everyone like, huh, no idea what's going to come out of my mouth now. And that was horrible. Yeah. Eventually, after like a minute of waffling, I then picked back up and like my brain kicked in. But oh, that's that. That's like again learning from experience. Those negative experiences, I felt terrible then because everyone mm. was looking at me, knowing that I felt awkward and I was doing a bad job. I knew they were looking at me, knowing I was doing a bad job, and that made me more nervous. So um, since then, I've always really prepared. So preparation is really and even key. your video. Like if you want to get on camera in a video, prepare what you're going to say. Think about. The best way to come across eloquently, I found, is to really, before you make that video, before you get on video, really think about what you want to say mm-hmm. and how you want to communicate it. Because if you've really thought about it a lot, you don't have to read it off like a script. You don't have to like read it, hello, my name is Dan and this is what I think. Because you've thought about it so much, you can then very naturally communicate your ideas. Mm. Kind of like we do with this podcast. Like we have, we, we think about this before the podcast. This isn't just completely off the cuff. We kind of think, what could be interesting to talk about? And because we've thought about that, and, you know, driving home from work, we think about it. It's like, oh, that would be quite an interesting point. All of that preparation, yeah. which isn't always structured preparation. All builds that confidence because it's all in your brain. It's mm. so easy. You can, off the cuff, you can just talk about mm. it because you've been prepa- thinking about it and yeah. preparing. Cool. Next Another tip, tip is... Um, get in front of the camera more and get used to it. And one of the one of the lowest barriers to entry to do that, not like like this is a, you know fairly alright sized production. I'm not gonna expect this, but like stories on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. Stories is the platform where you can create videos with your mobile phone and it stays live for like 24 hours and then it deletes. I think that's what's brilliant about this technique so we were saying you're not going to be the best and it's a journey so in reality when you're first in front of camera you're going to be average like Mm. you're not going to be absolutely amazing unless you're really lucky so the good thing with doing stories is even if you're not 100% confident in how you look and how you sound and what what you've done it's gone in 24 hours so you don't need to worry about it people aren't going to be looking back in two years going god they are not a credible business did you did you see how she said that sentence exactly and it feels unnatural. 
Like when you first start doing this and you're staring at, into an electronic device, talking at it like it's a human, that feels weird, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. This, this is quite easy because I can read your kind of body language and eye contact and stuff and we're having this conversation. Looking at a, a bit of glass, mm. you know, or an electronic device and trying to speak to it like it's your mate feels really weird. But when, like anything, when you train that muscle and you do that more, it then feels more natural and less weird. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe in the shower you could just practice talking to your hand. Is that your next tip then? <laughs> no, no, Lloyd, that's no? not my next tip. Oh, okay. My next tip's actually about pushing yourself outside your comfort zone mm. um, and going out and speaking to more people in the real world. Mm. Because like I mentioned earlier, going to more networking events and that kind of thing, that, that small amounts of confidence building over time is going to compound and going to help you get that experience of communicating. And again, transferable skills, that can then be transferred over to being on video as well. Especially if you're talking about the same thing. So in business, if you're talking about your world, whatever it is that you do, and trying to make sure you can communicate effectively about what you do and the value it adds and that kind of thing. Yeah. You're practicing with people, getting their reactions, yeah. and then it's going to make it easier when yeah. there's a camera in front of you to talk about that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Great. I've got one more tip. Nice. One more tip for you. Tell me. Is it the best one yet? This is the best one. Okay, cool. So, um, anyone who's listening to this and who isn't 100% confident on camera hmm. and questions themselves, oh, is it worth doing it? Like, I'm scared. I'm nervous. What are people going to think of me? People are going to judge me. The one thought process I'd have if I was you, and I mentioned this in my talk at Atomicon 2019, is say to yourself, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want the thing that you're creating a video to achieve? For example, we make videos because we know that ultimately this is going to help us generate more business eventually and mm -hmm. help grow the business. That's a huge goal of ours and we're totally motivated to achieve that. So even when we started and we looked stupid and we couldn't speak properly on camera and we got nervous and we got sweaty and it was terrible, we knew at that stage this is a journey and we know that if we do this consistently over time, it's going to help us get better and help us generate business. Mm. We're totally motivated. Even if like at the start, my mates all took the piss out of me talking on camera and stuff and it's you know that's worth taking that shit to then know yeah. we've got you know it's that sacrifice in the short term to achieve your long-term goals like you said it's your mates taking the piss out of you in the pub because you make <laughs> videos about graphic design mm. and they go oh yeah what you're gonna film yourself drinking that pint oh you stay free <laughs> yeah. and it's that sacrifice of dealing with that like oh yeah i'll make videos yeah Cheers, lads. yeah um because you, you know what you're mm. working towards is worth it for you. And mm. like you said about this gets us more business, I think um, it's more than that because we know that, that that is linked to it gets us more business. It helps us grow this business. Helps us grow other people's businesses. <laughs> yeah, and it means that we can really enjoy our work. It means that we can work our way to our long-term goal, which hopefully is being in a financial position that we can be comfortable enough mm. and, and not feel stressed about money because we can provide for our families mm. in the future. And I think obviously that's when you look at that and go, oh, I don't want to make this little video. And then you go, I can provide financially for my family in the future. Yeah. Then you think, oh, yeah, oh, I, I really want to do that. Okay, I'll do it. But if you're just thinking, do I want to do an Instagram story? Yeah. It's, like, it's easy to say no. It comes down to that again, being worried what other people think. That's one of the biggest things that can stop people from... I know we're talking about mm. being confident on video now and doing that, but this can be transferred to anything. Like... Yeah. Anyone who's saying, oh, like whenever you do something different, whenever you're not sticking to the norm, 
people judge you. Like, look at you. You're wearing a pink hat. Blokes don't wear pink hats. That looks weird. Like, I don't think that. I like your pink hat. Oh, thank you. But do you know what I mean? It's, it's if you're doing anything different, people are going to judge you. What's this guy doing? You know, not, not doing the usual thing. Yeah. And it's trying to break through that judgment and, and not letting it stop you doing mm. what you're doing. If you do what everyone else does, you'll get what everyone else gets. So if you want something different, if you want something better, then you have to do something different. Wear a pink hat. That is a great final quote for the end of the podcast, Lloyd. I think we'll leave it there. Thank you. And um, thank you. Goodbye, everyone.